Okay, so tonight, Bezra Sashem, we're going to be continuing our series of Shirim on entering into the Sea of Wisdom. And we're going to continue studying the teachings of the Tzaddik, the Gon Rav Yitzchak Meyer Morgenstern Shlita, Tzaddik whose base Medrash was found in Yerushalayim. And Bezra Sashem, what we're going to try and look at tonight is we're going to be looking at a Nakuda that has come up in the past. It's certainly, for those of you who have listened to me in the past, know that this is a Nakuda that's very shy to, to my lave. But there are times when the Rebbe brings it down, and when they bring it down, and the collected teachings from the Rebbe's table, that it just becomes so clear, and it connects different tzaddikim across the spectrum of history, as the Rebbe is uniquely capable of doing, to kind of bring out a Nakuda. But the Hakdama that we have to have for understanding the Nakuda that the Rebbe is going to be bringing out is that Bederach Klal, the Jewish people are considered that the Jewish nation, Metzius, existence itself is considered to relate to the two lower configurations or partsufim that the Arizal described. Now, we're not getting into what the Arizal meant or even what the Arizal says, but suffice it to say that the Balshemta Fakadosh's interpretation and retranslation, so to speak, of the teachings of the Arizal create for us a, a vision that we have a shaykhus, a relationship with two spiritual ideas, two spiritual archetypes. One is going to be called Zer Anpin and one is going to be called Malchus. Now, Bederach Klal, these two elements of Zer Anpin and Malchus or Kudsh the transcendent element of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and Shrinte, the imminent presence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world, our job is to unify or to reveal the inherent unity that always already exists between Zer Anpin and Malchus, between the Torah in its masculine expressivity and between Tefillah in its feminine receptivity. And these ideas can find numerous or nearly innumerable nodal points or kind of metaphors that can allow them to be understood in a more practical kind of lived experience type of way. But typically speaking, we relate as individuals, both masculine and feminine, we relate to the concept of Zer Anpin. Zer Anpin is the idea of Torah. It's the idea of the desire for fullness and the idea of accomplishment, understanding, knowledge, and to have some sort of expertise and grasp over reality. Malchus, on the other hand, which is something we've discussed numerous times, is nearly the polar opposite associated with the feminine capacity of severity and constriction, withholding for the sake of propelling forward, which at first glance appears to be empty, but when peered at through a deeper lens appears to be so full that it could only appear as empty. But Malchus is the idea of chisaron, of lack, of deficiency, the birthplace of prayer. As Rav Tzadak HaKohen Leblin says, and the Rebbe even quotes from Sidka Satsadik with this Nikuda, is that Torah is where a person feels shleimus, corresponding to Zer Anpin, and Tefillah is where a person feels chasronos, associated with Malchus. Now what the Rebbe does is he brings a story that he's brought before when Rav Baruch Ashlag, the son of the Bal Hasulam, the son of Rav Yehuda Leib Ashlag, came to his father, before his wedding, and he said, Abba, give me a bracha. He said, I'm looking for a bracha. And the Baal Hasulam, instead of giving him a bracha, responded, he said, what am I supposed to give you a bracha for? You've completed Shas. 
You have Sadarim and Avoida. You've completed the Zohar. What else is there for me to give you a bracha for? Then his son got married. And after the Chasana at the Sheva Brachos, the Bal Hasulam came over to his son, Rav Baruch, and he said, now I can give you a bracha. Because now you've accomplished a connection with the concept of Malchus. You have connected yourself with that element in life which forces us to acknowledge our deficiencies. Marriage, for one example, connecting to the feminine quality of existence. And because you have connected yourself to Malchus, you have moved away from your sense of fullness and descended into a place of deficiency. So now you have what to receive a bracha from because there can be no bracha given without the receptivity towards a bracha. And without a sense of lack and deficiency, there's no room for a bracha to be given. That is what the Rebbe says the Baal HaSulam was trying to teach his son. So long as a person feels whole, total, complete, shalim in their avoda, there's no room for bracha to be chal. And the language of the Rebbe is so clear. The Rebbe says that there are certain people in the world who feel shalem beliches ronos, who feel whole without any deficiency, v'zehu ba'atzmo hachisaron. And that in and of itself is the greatest deficiency. Because to live as if a person is whole is to miss the understanding of what it means to be a human being and a Jew, which is to take wholeness and connect that wholeness to a sense of deficiency, so that we can now enjoy the experience of wholeness associated with Zeranpin and deficiency, which is associated with Malchus. The Rebbe continues and he says, Kedarchabakodesh, just being Mashalev, Sugyos upon Sugyos, which should really take us years to unpack. But he says, when a person looks at the writings of the Arizal, the whole Sidur Hadavarim in the Sefer Eitz Chaim is ultimately about this relationship between Zer Anpin and Malchus, between wholeness and deficiency, between a sense of completion and lack. And what we're told, now the Arizal says there are seven levels in the relationship between the fullness of Zer Anpin and the deficiency of Malchus. And in the future, the Rebbe Rashab makes a diuk in Tafresh Nun Tess and elsewhere, and the Rashash also speaks of this, that there seems to be a level that the Ari only hinted to, which is when Zeranpin and Malchus are going to be Shav B'Shav, when there is going to be an equality between the fullness of Zeranpin, the fullness of that quality, and the element of deficiency, they're going to be revealed to have both been two elements of the revelation of a Kaddish Baruch Hu's Yichud. So instead of living in that hierarchical relationship where we assume fullness and Zeranpin is higher than deficiency and Malchus, in the future it will be revealed that in truth, Zeranpin and Malchus are shav b'shav, are equal. And the Rebbe says as follows, how could it be? How could it be that Shlemus fullness and deficiency, lack, are going to be revealed to be of equal footing? And this is an akuda that rests at the center of what the Rebbe is trying to say very often, is that if a person lives their lives with fullness alone, if a person lives their lives with a sense of completion as if they are perfect as they are, then there is a sense of boredom that eventually enters into a person's life. In the language of the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh, Tainug Timidi Eino Tainug, Perpetual pleasure, pleasure that exists without any deviation away from pleasure, without any knowledge of deficiency, grows boring. 
and it grows stifling and it loses its element of pleasure. The tachlis is to somehow, some way, allow pleasure and the opposite of pleasure or fullness and the opposite of fullness to interact together in such a way that the remembrance of deficiency gives birth to a new feeling of pleasure every moment. So that it's not enough for a person to live their life in the space of pleasure alone, of wholeness and the completion of their anpin, because at that point, the person is missing a complete half of what Avodah Sashem is. The goal is to incorporate the sense of chisaron and lack and deficiency and desire and yearning and a sense of not being where we want to be and hoping towards something that is not present and to incorporate that into the yichud so that every moment of pleasure that emerges from fullness is intensified through the remembrance of lack so that each and every moment the person is experiencing a pleasure that arrives out of non-pleasure and it keeps growing and growing and growing because otherwise if we were to forget about the chisaron in our lives so then we would never be able to fully enjoy or experience the true shleimus which is not only shleimus but it's shleimus and chisaron bevasachas it's wholeness and deficiency operating at once and this is where the Rebbe becomes very nuanced in the Nakuda that he's trying to say. It does not mean that in our sense of wholeness and perfection, we will still experience a form of lack and deficiency as something that is not present, as we typically associate with Malchus, as if Malchus is the Levana in its diminished state. In the future, Malchus will reveal itself to be the paradox of a fullness of lack, a certain sense of satisfaction that arrives specifically because we're missing something. So that the human experience, when we're able to unify these two elements of Zer Anpin and Malchus is going to be the impossible paradox of wholeness and deficiency operating in unison. So that instead of feeling that deficiency is something that has to be gotten rid of, we learn even nowadays to elevate deficiency into our avoda. And instead of running away from it, we learn to appreciate it and give it its proper place. Now we're going to look at the Lashonos of the Rebbe right now. And he's also going to introduce us to at least one of my favorite Nikudos, which is from the Rishonim, which is from Rav Avram Abulafia, a Makubal Eloiki who existed way before the Arizal did, but the Arizal himself and the Ramak gave the Gushpanka of Kashras on this Tzaddik. And Rav Avram Abulafia was, uh, it could take a world, a world to discuss a little bit of what it might mean for us. But let's just look at what the Rebbe says. So this is in Os Samachtes. So Darash Marenu Lechvar HaChassan, right? The Rebbe was talking about a chassan who was going to be getting married. And he said, and they said that Sipor Marenu Maisa, that the Rebbe told the story, Meharav HaKadosh of Baruch Shalom Ben Arav HaKadosh Balasulam, from the Balasulam's son. That before his wedding, he asked for a bracha from his father. What bracha do you want from me? Aren't you already whole with everything? You're whole in your Torah. You're already a posik. And you're also remarkably skilled in your avodah. And it was only after the chasana that the Balasulam called his son, 
now that you have attached yourself to Malchus and understood what Malchus means in your life, because Malchus is the aspect of deficiency and lack. At this point, now you're ready to receive a bracha. Because the only place for bracha to be chal is when it is in a place that comes to fill a pre-existing deficiency. And from this story we understand, says the Rebbe, that somebody who is whole without any deficiency, this in and of itself is the greatest deficiency. Because by feeling that this person is whole, then they lose their ability to receive something that comes from beyond them. For there is no reception, there is no acceptance of things that come from beyond you without an awareness of lack. And in parentheses it says, So in the Kabbalah of the Balasulam, there are two inyanim. There's a Ratzon Nahashpia and there's a Ratzon to be Makabel. And these two elements are kind of the substructure of all existence. But in this Nakuda, the Rebbe is saying, without Chisaron, without a Hargasha of Chasronos, like we say, without that, there's no room to receive anything. says the Rebbe, a person needs to connect to Malchus, which is always perpetually in a state of being half. This is Mukushur Tamachsis Ashekel, but the Rebbe doesn't, didn't connect it to this, but this is very much Mukushur to the idea of the Machsis Ashekel, that at best what we can be is a half. Because only through the awareness of deficiency do we prepare ourselves to become a vessel and a receptacle to become more than what we actually are. Somebody who feels self-saturated with themselves has no need to desire more. And the Rebbe continues, And the Rebbe explained based on this, and this is what the Rebbe explains based on the words of Rav Abulafia, that the true fullness of Avedas Hashem, to be whole and half at once. Now, Rav Avram Abulafia was talking about thinking and meditating on the names of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And there was a need to meditate and to have kavanos on a full name and also half of the name. And this is what Rav Avram Avalafia refers to as the soid of Shalem Vachatzi. But the Rebbe is in a way that only the Rebbe can do, taking it from the context of Rav Avram Avalafia, even though that's the avoida for tzaddikim, nevertheless, klapenu, with regards to us, this is applied to Avedah Sashem. Our goal is to be shalim v'chatsi b'vasa achas. Ubiyor b'zeh, the explanation is shalim marames al shleimus mitzad hazeranpin. To be whole is our association with the element of zeranpin in the Torah. V'hainu shleimus mitzad tikuna midus v'gadlus v'shleimus b'torah. Where we consider ourselves human beings, where we consider ourselves functional and whole. <clears throat> The chatzi, but what does it mean to be a chatzi? Mitzar hanukva, from the aspect of malchus. 
At that place, a person has to always remember that they are only a half and that they are deficient. And no matter where I am, no matter what relative level of position I am on the spiritual rung of productivity, nevertheless, I have to always see to it as if I consider myself in lack and desiring and in need of something bigger than me to emerge into my life. And this is what we learn in Kabbalah, that in the future, that in truth, Zeranpin and Nukva are on equal playing fields. There's an equanimity between the two of them. That in truth, this feeling of deficiency that we associate with Malchus is not the deficiency that we typically feel, which is that something is missing. Kefi hanira kehayom, like we see nowadays, pegam halivana betur chisaron amiti, which in our gullus and exilic mindset, we see this deficiency of Malchus as if something is actually missing. Ella kol hachisaron dahanuk, the entire concept of the lack associated with Malchus, hurak kidei lihios kli lekabolas hashefa ad ensof. It's only there to remind us that we always have to yearn for a higher source of fullness. Because if I felt that I was shulling without deficiency, then I wouldn't need to yearn anymore. And that would be a pegam because then I would claim that I have experienced the fullness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, something that is anathema to the Rebbe. Because you can never experience the fullness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu because human beings are always by nef- definition deficient. And so this chasaron is not a lack in the sense that there's something that I'm missing. It's a fullness of lack. It's the presence of remembering that I always need to move forward. And to perpetually be renewing the renewal of my pleasure. For we have already learned that perpetual pleasure is not pleasurable. And it's only by way of the deficiency associated with that feminine quality of receptivity, which represents that idea that there is something in the world that perpetually needs renewal and fulfillment. And far from retracting from the pleasure, it in fact allows the pleasure to intensify itself. From the experience of perpetual pleasure, which becomes boring and non-pleasurable, to the miracle and the paradox of tainug amiti, a tainug that is perpetual, but it doesn't lose its sense of pleasure because it is perpetually renewing itself, and there is an ever-present movement forward and returning backwards, forward and returning backwards, always to remind us that shleimus. Full shleimus is an impossibility until Kaddish Baruch Hu decides that that's where we're at. Now, just one more minute, Alpi Avoida. I mean, this is an akuda that's kulo Alpi Avoida. This is, I believe, how a person has to look at their life from Aleph Ad Taf, Torah, Mitzvah, Avoda, Midos, psychology, everything. But one of the things that the Rebbe does more than any tzaddik, it seems, that preceded him, other than Rabbi Nachman, is that the chasronos of the individual, the chasronos in Metzias, the chasronos in the world, far from being a symptom that needs to be alleviated so that fullness can emerge, making us feel as if our imperfections are things that are dirty, we learn that the panemius of the Torah is really telling us that 
chisaron is a fact of metzius. Chisaron is not a deficiency. It is meant to be there. It is what allows us to fulfill what it means to be a human being. And to learn that shleimus alone is one thing, but to reach a level of shalim and chatzi bevasachas, that's a much higher level.